Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> We're in a little different location. If, you, if it sounds slightly different. Seems to be working out. It seems to be working out. How are you? I'm just dandy. Learning to trust God every day. So it's That's a good fitting thing, since so. that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so we have two missionaries talking this week. Two of our missionaries here at Real Life. We do. So we're still not into uh, back into our uh, Luke series. Uh, we'll, we'll be focused on um, missionary speaking. Stephen Nemec, who's been with uh, CMTS, Christian Missionary Technical Services, uh, has left CMTS and, and uh, is... Um, moving in a different direction and so he's going to come and kind of summarize the work that they've done there mm -hmm. and how and long have they been doing that i want to say nine years okay. something like that um but it's god's called them into a different situation mm -hmm. so um, we're excited to have them be able to be here and report but it's kind of their final report the last debrief so to speak and uh suzanne cole my, our uh, missionary to hungary through om um formerly known as Operation Mobilization. She works as a teacher at ICSB, I think it's International Christian, I don't know. It's a Christian school in Hungary for um, missionary kids, internationals, and so on. And so she actually teaches U.S. Hungary, U.S. history in Hungary, which I think is an interesting concept. U.S. Hungary in history. Yes, I'm hungry every time. <laughs> uh, hungry for history. So she's going to be... Uh, here, and she'll actually sort of as she's giving her sharing, she'll deliver the message mm -hmm. at that time, and uh, and then we'll uh, have our remembrance celebration as we do the first Sunday of every month, and uh, focus on the price that was paid that was paid for us to be able to have life. Okay. So there's a lot going on this week. There is. So, yeah. but so if... it made sense for us to not jump back into Luke yet. Right. Let's let's just. Uh breathe here a little bit right so uh you mentioned it uh suzanne's uh her her talk is kind of going to be the the focal point of the the uh service and kind of give the message so do we know what she's talking about yeah she's uh she's going to sort of work the message of what god is doing in hungary in this mission in this ministry in her life and, and uh the principles that he's doing in all of us and kind of look at this idea i don't know how she's going to say it but, but essentially talking about the fact that doing uncomfortable hard things uh cre creates a, a situation in us that increases uh our ability to rely on and trust in god it kind of forces us out of our comfort zone to be able to see him for who he is we talk mm -hmm. about trusting god and we just talked about it this week. We did, yeah. And it's <laughs> a little easy, different scenario, but yeah. Easy to talk about right. it until you have to do it. Right. And the only way for us to really learn how to fully rely on God is to have nothing else. You know, mm -hmm. when when there's, you know, my mom uh, <laughs> it had one of those cat posters right back when I was in high school. Hang in there, there, baby. It, it was that <laughs> same kind of a thing. And it said on it that faith isn't faith till it's all you're hanging yeah. on to. And, and, and that's so true. As long as we have other props, other things that we can do, if we can see the outcome, we can understand how is this, how is this health diagnosis going to turn out? Right. You know, like this is easily treatable. We can fix it. Okay, that's great. But we're not relying on God for that. We're relying on what we can understand. Mm -hmm. uh, how's this court case going to turn out? We don't know. You know, there's we can look at it and, and say, you know, this is easily fixable situation. Uh, 
but when we don't know, when we have no real recourse, then we're forced to rely on God, to, to open our eyes, see him for who he is, and to, to do the things that faith requires. Mm-hmm. And that's why Paul says we, we walk not by sight, instead we walk by faith. We walk by what we know to be true rather than what we see, feel, and perceive to be true. Uh, and that's why I've said so many times Proverbs 3, 5, and 7 is such a pivotal verse in the scriptures that everything everything hangs on that 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 I, I have to trust god period i trust in the lord with all my heart whether it makes sense to me or not because mm-hmm. i'm not leaning on my own understanding recognizing that i have shortcomings i have gaps in my vision and gaps right. in my knowledge i can't see all of this so i have these uncertain outcomes or, or uncertain future and it creates anxiety but when i am pushed beyond that almost never voluntarily we, we don't really get outside of our comfort zone without being forced most of us mm-hmm. i'm put in a situation where i have to do something that i just don't feel comfortable doing or i have to you know reach beyond what what my strength allows me to do that's when i'm forced to rely on god so i'm looking forward to what she says she's going to share some snapshots from her ministry um and, and what's happened this year some uh things that she would not have chosen to do mm-hmm. that she ended up knowing that God was calling her to do it and she did it and it was beyond her her own personal comfort zone and, and and you know where she felt good but then God did things that were beyond what she could have thought God God carried out his agenda not hers and I think that's really important for us to learn and um as we were getting ready, talking about this, uh, it, it reminded me of the story of Gideon in the book of Judges. And um, Gideon, during this time, the book of Judges is, is a, a book of defeats that we just see um, exactly the opposite of the book of Joshua. And Joshua is victory after victory because as he's leading the people, they're relying on God. And every time, there's like one loss in the entire book. So everything else is they're doing what God wants them to do. Mm-hmm. They're abandoning their own agenda. They're following Joshua in the way of the Lord. And, and the pivotal thing for him is just saying, look, I'm going to set in front of you here life and death. You get to choose. You know, Here's here's how this goes. But for me and for my house, we're going to follow the Lord. If you think there's a better way, go for it. See what it gets you. But, but we're going to follow the Lord. Judges is the opposite of that, where very much like what we see today, everybody's doing what's, what they think is right in their own eyes. They're, they're pursuing right. their own version of right. morality. Uh, sp- I'm speaking my truth. You know, This is the whole postmodern kind of mindset. That's what they're living in before it was postmodern, <laughs> before it was even modern. You know, we get, get to that, that, that whole mentality right. that my conscience is my guide. I get to decide what's right. And God's not going to tell me. There's no absolute standard. And because of that, God says, okay, go ahead. You, you get what you choose. If you want to do things on your own strength, see how that goes for you. And they just get wrecked just time after time with stories interspersed throughout the book of victory. And one of those is, is Gideon, uh, who ends up uh, becoming the judge of Israel. And they're going into battle against the Midianites and, and uh <laughs> It's just, it's an amazing story that most of us are probably at least a little familiar with. Uh, It's in chapter seven of the book of Judges. And it starts this way. Early in the morning, uh, Jerob Baal, that is Gideon, 
and all his men camped at the spring of Harad. The camp of Midian uh, was north of them in the valley near the hill of Morah. The Lord said to Gideon, you have too many men, check this out now, you have too many men for me to deliver Midian into their hands, in order that Israel may not boast against me that her own strength has saved her. Announce now to the people, anyone who trembles with fear may turn back and leave Mount Gilead. So if you're, if you're afraid, if you're not you know, feeling good about this, you can go home. You're excused, which just reminded me of Emperor's New Groove, but that's another thing. May I be excused? I've been turned into a cow. <laughs> Uh, so 22,000 men left. So you got your army, you give them an out, and 22,000 men. Think about what that looks like, just everyone peacing yeah. out all at once. Deuces. Bye. We're, we're heading. So, and you're on the verge of battle. So you're, you're, you're looking down on, or looking up on there in the north. Right. You're looking at your enemy's camp across the way, and 22,000 people. I'm imagining like everyone in a football stadium just like, shuffling out at right once. and and really you're talking about more than twice right. it says twenty two thousand men left while ten thousand remained mm-hmm. but the lord said to gideon there are still too many men take them down to the water and i will sift them for you there so he has them goes down and he says if, if they drink this way they stay if they drink this way they go and in a nutshell he leaves them with three hundred so you start out with thirty two thousand you end up with 300 to go in and defeat this army. These are unthinkable odds. And God's whole purpose in this is to show Israel, to show Gideon, but to show Israel through Gideon, that this isn't about your strength. Mm -hmm. If you will do these uncomfortable, difficult things that are beyond your ability to understand, and you'll just do what I tell you and trust me to handle the results, I got this. Because I'm God. And I think to uh, wrap wrap it up here real quick, if that's even possible, <laughs> you know, in, in this instance here in Judges, and even when you think about uh, Suzanne talking, I think it's normal for people to, to assume that missionaries, um, no matter where they're going across the world or what they're doing, they, it's, maybe they're not... They're probably scared at some points. Yeah. They're they don't know what's going to happen, but they are, they are an example of trusting God. Absolutely. But I think at the same time, it's important for us who aren't going to travel the world and are, are are here to understand that we still need to trust God in the smallest things in our own lives. Absolutely. And it doesn't and the need huge to. Things. Well, right. All, but it all doesn't. Of those but I'm saying, yeah, just like your everyday things. Yeah. All the it things. It doesn't need to be, you know going to you know Timbuktu it's in your life whatever's going on in your life Mm -hmm. so I know for me that's a little checkpoint that I need to well well, yeah you you know we've we mentioned this earlier you're going through some stuff right now we're all going through stuff sometimes some seasons are harder than other seasons you know we've got folks at the church that are dealing with cancer one of the um, folks that was just baptized this Sunday uh, had a, a a, a toddler in their family that drowned in a pool just after that. I mean, it, there's there's this constant attack that we're under, all these things that happen, mm-hmm. and we get to decide, are we going to trust God or are we not? We might not understand it. We right. might be terrified. We right. might, you know. And the only way for us to really develop that, you know, you know, it's been referred to, faith's been referred to like a muscle. You know, the more mm-hmm. you work it, the stronger it gets. And really what that is is a habit of thinking. So it's not a matter of having more faith. Jesus talked about that in Mm -hmm. Luke. It's not the amount of your faith. It's where you put your faith. We get Luke in somehow. Yeah, it's (laughs) going to happen. But but it's it's where you put your faith. And exercising that faith muscle and learning how to do that 
happens as we are forced out of our comfort zone. When we do things that right. I can't handle this, I have to handle you. I have to hand it over to you. Right. And then we see God actually do what God says he's going to do. Then our faith grows and we get stronger and it becomes easier for us to, to step into that more uncomfortable thing the next time and trust him to handle it. We'll stop for there, but uh, very excited to hear uh, both Suzanne and the Nemix talk this week. And that uh, message will be here on the podcast on Sunday. I believe it will, yes. Thank you guys for listening.